following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Wednesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can follow everything about high school sports 24-7 at MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. Wednesdays on the Huge Show are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. We are back live across Michigan, 19 radio stations strong. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. There you can also listen to the free stream weekdays at 3. And on the iHeart app, search The Huge Show, and you can listen anywhere in the world where you get mobile service. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer inside this hour. Tim Twentyman, DetroitLions.com columnist. On the Lions 53-man roster, some names have been added to the practice squad. I think everything will be finished up around 6 p.m. tonight. Lions open up in Kansas City at Arrowhead, the NFL kickoff game a week from tomorrow night. I'm telling you, next week, the vibe on that, I get the start of Michigan State and Michigan, CMU. We got high school football going on Thursday, Friday at most schools. But next week is going to feel like it's January and a playoff game with the Lions at the Chiefs. So we'll talk to Tim. David Gregory is a respected sports agent based in West Michigan with Bull Rush Sports. He focuses on Michigan football players, state of Michigan football players, Michigan football coaches, and NIL deals. Talk about Harbaugh's plan that the players should share in the revenue and also with all these deals, the waiver wire, cuts, rosters. uh, What's that like from a player's perspective? And we'll hear from an agent by the name of David Gregory uh, with Bull Rush Sports. He did get Jake Witt signed out of Northern Michigan University, a Uper from UN Trout Creek. This guy has a big future ahead in the NFL, and I love what Gregory's focusing on state of Michigan football players. Yeah, he's not going to go knock on doors of guys at Michigan or Michigan State right now, but he wants to find those diamonds in the rough and I know Jake Witt is on injured reserve, but they didn't settle or cut him. That guy has a future in the NFL, so it'll be interesting with Gregory here in about 20 minutes. Bob Stevenson, former chief of police for Livonia, spent nearly five decades in law enforcement. He is the executive director of the Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police. We'll talk about law enforcement and what's happening in the state of Michigan before we're done. I did mention that tomorrow I'm live at the American Dunes Golf Club, the home of the start of the Folds of Honor mission by then Major Dan Rooney, now Lieutenant Colonel Dan Rooney, to help the children of our heroes in the military and now the children of our heroes who are first responders. I'll be there tomorrow, 3 until 6 p.m., talking college football and also previewing one of the biggest college golf events ever in this state. I think you can say it's the biggest. The Folds of Honor Collegiate. It will take place 
Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday on the Golf Channel features some of the top golf teams in America, including two state of Michigan teams, Grand Valley State and Michigan State. And I'll be playing in the Folds of Honor Collegiate Am, which is kind of like a pro-am you get with pro stops. And I think a cadet from the Army golf team will be our amateur. That would be awesome. And some of the stories connected to my foursome and Jack Nicholas's personal assistant reached out and invited me. Didn't invite Superfly, but copied him on the email. I think it was just kind of a reply all, right? And you were on it. Brett's trying to act like it didn't bother him, but I can tell it did. So if I meet Jack Nicholas on Sunday at American Dunes because he's doing a welcome address to the teams and the players on Sunday. What's my icebreaker with Jack? Not a question that I should ask him about his greatest moment. No, an icebreaker. And I think it's, hey, do you think Ohio State can end Michigan's run against them? I think I'll do that. You can answer the Budweiser Folds of Honor limited edition cans. Huge question of the day. What should be my icebreaker if I meet Jack Nicholas? 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. Opt in on the HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. So you can answer that question on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Let's go to Tim Twentyman. He can answer some of the questions connected to the Lions 53-man roster. The practice squad isn't complete. He's been a busy man. This has been one of the craziest off-seasons in a positive way that I've ever been a part of in my 20-plus years back in Michigan doing this show. How you doing, Tim? Good. You, so I hear you have a big golf match. So what, what, what's your handicap? What are you playing to now? I think I said uh, they asked. I told them 11 for the handicap. Okay. And yeah, 11. so yeah, Not I, bad. Well, if you played American Dunes, I... Now, I, I couldn't lie at American Dunes with the flag and the patriotism and everything. I did want to lie because I, I know you're from the west side of the state and the Michigan's west coast. American Dunes is a beautiful place with so much spiritual meaning, uh, patriotic. If you love this country, you'll love everything about American Dunes. But it is one heck of a golf course in terms of tough. <laughs> Is it uh, so? When I when I was back on the west side, I, it's on the site of the Grand Haven Country Club, right, or golf club. They correct? they totally bulldozed everything except the structure of the clubhouse remained, and then they redid it. Parking okay. lots I the same. That golf course being pretty tight. Oh, you know, it was pretty tree lined. No, they took out most of the trees. Uh, trees don't come into play on most of the holes, and they brought up the natural sand because it's about a what half mile, if that. Uh, from Lake Michigan, you don't see a lot yeah. of the lake uh, because of some of those trees in the distance. But they brought up all the natural sand, and like a signature Jack Nicholas course, uh, his first time out in terms of before a course will uh, downgrade in terms of how tough it is. It, it's it's amazing eighteen hole experience, but one heck of a golf course. Well, I have, when I get back on. Side, I'll oh, you know what? Look, look me up. Yet. Look me up because now Jack and his personal assistant and everything. <laughs> look me up. And, I was uh, hearing this. Yeah, well, it's a true story. I'm not lying to Jack. You know, Jack Nichols' <laughs> personal guy, like the family guy. He's like, 
He's like not the family guy. It would be funny if the guy sounded like, you know, Seth McFarlane, but he's, a, you know, and I get an email from him, invited me to play in our, our amateur slash not pro because it's college golf is going to be a cadet at American Dunes. Cadet from Army? Are you kidding me? My Lord. It should be a fun time. Yeah, it's an awesome place. You need to check it out sometime, American Dunes. All right, uh, Lions uh, practice squad, uh, 16 guys. What's the latest? What they release? Like, or 10 names are out there, or is there more now? Yeah, nine names, nine. officially. You know, yeah, they'll, you know, the Husker come in, uh, make sure they take physicals before they announce it. But, you know, you'll see a few more guys from other cuts kind of make it on the way to that practice squad. But you're not a ton of surprises. You know, I think Dylan Drummond, a guy I thought was pretty close to making the 53, that was probably a tough discussion coming back to the practice squad. And some of those young guys, well, you know, Chase Lucas in his second year does some really good things on special teams, had that interception, you know, developing players. So, you know, it's good to get some of these young guys and on the practice squad. You can continue to work with them, develop them. I mean, look, it's not a bad pay for those guys, too. I mean, that's a, that's a you know, $200,000 job nowadays. So not bad for those guys to, to get onto the practice squad. And, and as – the last few seasons have shown if you get on the practice squad, you're going to get asked to play at some point. It's not a matter of if injuries happen, it's when. And so, look, use those guys, and so good for them for making it. Uh, biggest surprise, uh, when the initial 53-man roster was released by the Lions, uh, the first thing that you said, wow. Yeah, two running backs. Obviously, you have three with, with Jason Vido, who's really a fullback slash tight end slash slash special teams kind of core guy. But to have just David Montgomery and Jameer Gibbs was a surprising. I think maybe in the next coming days we could maybe see something develop there in terms of getting a third primary ball carrier on the roster. And then the other thing, you know, they went really heavy on the defensive front. I mean, 29 guys on defense, 12 along the defensive line, um, 11 in the secondary. So, um I think it, it just showed they didn't want an equal school offense. If they want to just probably my biggest takeaways with a couple little additions mixed in there. Tim Twentyman, DetroitLions.com. I think we just lost you for a little bit there. What were you saying in regards uh, to the roster, your last comment? Yeah, no, sorry. If the uh, connection's a little... Uh, Don't worry about yeah, it. But, uh, yeah, no, you know, 29 guys on defense, um, you know, 21 or, you know, 21 offensively, really went heavy defensively um, with, with 12 defensive linemen, 11 guys in the secondary. So, you know, to me, it just showed, you know, they weren't looking for an equal split offense versus defense. They were looking for their best 53 and, and you know, they came to the decision that a lot of those guys were on defense, which is a good sign because that's obviously, you know, where they lacked a little bit, where they made a lot of their effort to improve this football team this spring. And so um, those are just probably a couple main takeaways. All right. So uh, we're eight days away from Arrowhead Stadium, the NFL kickoff game featuring the Lions. So Sunday night football in America, national TV audience, Lions played awesome start to finish. Now you get Mahomes Chiefs defending uh, Super Bowl champions. Uh, who do you think are the starting 22 uh, eight days from now? 
<laughs> you want me to go through all 22? No, no, no. But we know that, <laughs> that there could be a surprise in the starting. I don't need to list all 22. Is there a surprise in the starting um, 22 offense and defense? Yeah, you know, maybe I, I think it'll be interesting to see what they do at linebacker, you know, specifically that stack linebacker spot next to Alex Anzalone. Um, Derek Barnes played really, really well in, in the spring and summer. He's kind of taken a lot of those for team reps, but obviously Jack Campbell, who they drafted number 18, he's played pretty well. We saw what Malcolm Rodriguez did last year with his opportunity. So I think, you know, one of the more interesting things I'll be watching Thursday night is kind of, Who's out there first? Um, how they divvy up reps among that stack linebacker position? Who plays in which package? Um, you know, Dan Campbell said last week he doesn't like that linebacker room. He loves it, especially with Derek Barnes has kind of really come on in his third season. Um, he thinks they're versatile there. Um, they can run a number of different packages. So I think that'll be probably the most interesting thing. You know, we're going to see Brian Branch right off. Um, right off the start as as starting nickel, DJ Gardner Johnson is going to bump back to safety along with Kirby Joseph. So it's going to be you know a, a very different looking defense, especially in secondary. Uh, we'll see what they do at linebacker, but I think those will probably be some of the interesting things to see. You know how they attack Mahomes, the reigning MVP, and that number one offense defensively because that was really their task this offseason. We'll do that side of the football. I think they're starting twenty-two that I was alluding to with some of the question marks. It's going to be the best starting twenty-two they've had in decades, in my mind, with quality depth uh, on the sidelines and also. On that practice squad, Tim 20, man, DetroitLions.com. You can follow everything Lions 24-7 at DetroitLions.com. Timmy, uh, we'll talk next week. I'll get your thoughts on the matchup with the Chiefs. Yeah, sounds good, Yush. All right, yeah, and we'll get you to American Dunes someday. Superfly is wondering why Jack Nicholas's personal assistant didn't invite him to play. Don't take it out on me. Don't make it personal, Okay. I do have a message from my friends on the DraftKings Sportsbook app with the NFL regular season starting up eight days from now. You also have college football in full swing uh, Thursday through the end of the weekend. Some great matchups. So if you want to get in on all of the action, here's what you need to do. There's a huge offer from the DraftKings Sportsbook. Right now, when you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code HUGE, when you sign up, new customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on any college football bet. So kick off the season with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use code HUGE when you sign up. And also look ahead to NFL lines that are out there right now and get in on the action Because new customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on any college football bet. Only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app and only when you sign up and use code HUGE. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-273-7117. That's 1-800-270-7117. 7117-21 and up in Michigan only. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. David Gregory, a sports agent with Bull Rush Sports. He's based in the West Michigan area. He provides service to college football players 
in Michigan who want to go next level, coaches, NIL deals, and more. We'll get his thoughts on roster day, cut-down day, waiver, practice squads, and also Jim Harbaugh's idea to pay the players. Gregory in studio from Bull Rush Sports next. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. In the den. Hey, sports fans, here's a hanging curveball that you can knock out of the ballpark. This is Matt Shepard, the voice of Detroit baseball, inviting you to step up to the plate at Eagle Casino and Sports, the mobile sports book where you can bet on all your favorites all year round, including, of course, our national pastime. So download the app and start winning today. The Eagle Casino and Sports, made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 years or older and in Michigan to play. As I continue to ready for another game between the Tigers and the Yankees, I always think of the incredible history of these two original Americans. American League franchise teams possess. I think of the legendary names to wear the uniforms, and it brings me to this date in 1905 when the great Ty Cobb made his major league debut. And in his first at bat, the 18 year old double dog Jack Chesbrough in the first inning of a Tigers 5 3 win over the Highlanders at Bennett Park. That double would be the first of an astounding 4,189 career hits that Cobb would collect during his 24 year Hall of Fame career. One of the greatest to ever play the game, and proud that he was a Tiger. Look for the Pure Michigan Mix Frozen Drink available at participating McDonald's across Michigan through September 10th. You could score some great prizes from Pure Michigan Coca-Cola and McDonald's. Look for that Pure Michigan Mix through September 10th at participating McDonald's. We played for the thrill. That rush you feel with the game on the line. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver. Now, with Eagle Casino and Sports, the new sportsbook app from Soren Eagle, anywhere I'm at, I'm still in the game. Sign up now and get up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000 for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass at IU Superfly Hayes, my producer uses it i can get my suv washed as often as i like for one low price you can sign up today just go to mrcarwash.com or stop by your local mr car wash location here in michigan for the one close to you and to get that unlimited pass go to mrcarwash.com there are 13 folds that bring the american flag to the iconic shape of freedom This summer, Folds of Honor and Budweiser celebrate 13 years of changing military and first responder lives together. Service never stops, and neither will we. So join me in raising a Budweiser to raise funds for Folds of Honor. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch, Budweiser, Lager Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Van Andel Institute Purple Community is celebrating the 10th anniversary of the Pure Bar on the Blue Bridge, where you can experience a unique Pure Bar class taught by world-class instructors on Grand Rapids' iconic Blue Bridge. Check-in begins on Wednesday, September 6th at 7 p.m. The class will start at 7.30 p.m. Tickets are 25 bucks, and all proceeds from the event support Van Andel Institute's biomedical research and education activities. Wednesday, September 6th is the date. Get more Info at VAI.org. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network.
The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes, our executive producer. A lot of NFL conversation today. Uh, If you missed any of it, just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts, cut down day, trades out there that didn't happen, a report that the Packers uh, were making a strong bid to land Jonathan Taylor from the Colts, but didn't offer up enough. But, you know, again, I... To trade him is kind of crazy. And I know David Gregory, uh, who's a sports agent, lawyer with Bull Rush Sports, and one of our college football and NFL insiders joining us in studio. I know you've worked with uh, the Colts and Jake Witt, a youper out of northern Michigan, uh, drafted by the Colts on IR right now with a previous hip injury, but they didn't cut him, release him, do an injury settlement. Uh, that was big. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I, Colts – they just can't give up on Taylor right now, in my mind. Well, I think you're right, but the question always in the Colts, and this is nothing that isn't stated in the media, right. is who's really in charge? Is it Ursay or is it uh, the GM, Chris Ballard? I, and I've dealt with Chris Ballard. I think he's an outstanding GM. But Ursay is kind of outspoken and, and goes his own way sometimes. Yeah, and a lot of owners do that. You know, go Jerry Jones, you go, I said this, when the teams aren't their bread and, buddy, or bread and butter money, and, and, and it becomes a hobby for guys who are just loaded, rich, or women. And I, and I think they treat the team differently. I really do. They, there's not a business model. It's more of like, hey, you know what? Uh, I'm from the Ursay family. Uh, we have this. It's his team. Like I always say, if, if you don't like the guy that owns the business, find another job, right? Well, if you're a billionaire, which they all are, by yeah. definition, uh, you, get to, uh, you get to write some of the rules the way you want them to. Okay, so uh, what's going on the last couple of days? And I know you just began your journey a year ago uh, as a sports agent uh, with Bull Rush Sports. Uh, but when we hear this, okay, are they going to get an uh, injury deal settlement done? Uh, the practice squad uh, to making the 53-man roster. Uh, there's a big money gap there. And also there's a lot of moving and shaking going on with agents and with NFL front offices right now. Yeah, you're exactly right, Bill. If, you're, uh, if you make the 53-man roster, you're making at least the league minimum, which is 750000 for a rookie uh, this year, or maybe more, but that's the minimum. If you're, on the, if you're on injured reserve and you have a split contract, which most of them do in late rounds, meaning I get the league minimum if I'm on active roster and then I get a lower minimum, uh, for players on injured reserve, that's 450000 this year. And if you're on practice squad, uh, as opposed to active roster or injured reserve, you make somewhere in the neighborhood of 1400 a week. Mm. And, so, and, and sometimes they could be bigger deals. It just depends on the team has the option, right? There's, yes. Is there, is there a set salary cap for the practice squad that you can't go above so teams won't load up? It's part of the overall salary cap, and maybe some players might merit a little bit above the minimum. But most guys are getting a league minimum for practice squad players. And you see the, like they did it with uh, Coda with the Lions, who was looking like a guy that might grab that last wide receiver spot, got hurt. Uh, when you see the injury settlement, it just means they said, what, well, you're hurt? We're going to do this, this, and you get this, right? And you release us of all future claims against us or For workers' comp claims. Or, right? Workers' comp, a lawsuit, anything. So you get a lump sum settlement and you release the team from liability. So the team just gives you 
Any idea what injury settlements usually are? You know, I actually don't. It's my first year, and I haven't had a guy who had an injury settlement. So it probably depends somewhat on the player and the severity of the injury. Right, and then the player hopes they can rehab, get back, and then they got a, uh, money there for, I guess, to pay your medical bills, or is the team covered? Uh, if you're hurt playing for the team, does the team have to take care of your medical bills? During the time of injury, uh, they're responsible for your medical bills. So when that's the other thing is the team will probably cut off their liability for medical coverage along with this. And that's part of the lump sum that here, take care of your rehab, your injury. This is what we're going to do. Exactly. It's probably a set number. They have a formula, right? I'm I'm guessing. I'm sure they do. They have a formula for most things. Yeah. Speaking of formulas, uh, you were on the show Monday when we introduced our two-year partnership with Bull Rush uh, Sports and you being a sports agent a year into the game, focusing on Michigan players, coaches, and NIL. What was interesting is I saw you at the Michigan Sports Network a client golf event yesterday at St. Ives at the Tellymore Golf Resort, and all of us were sitting there talking about NIL money, about Harbaugh saying players should get paid. Is there a formula or a system, uh, David, that you think would work that doesn't uh, get caught in court uh, with Title IX, that there's a way for players to get paid when it comes to college football, if not college sports? Possibly. What I will say is there's a formula for legislation in California that passed their their assembly and is in their state senate that comes up with a pretty interesting model. And what was it? Uh, essentially, it's this. Uh, any, any sport that makes revenue over and above its cost of scholarship has to s- split revenues. And that is only... Football, men's basketball, women's basketball, generally speaking. How do they get by Title IX with that? And you're a lawyer and a sports agent. That's my only point. I think there is a, what Harbaugh said Monday in his press conference, I think there's an easy player pool plan with the billions that are out there. These guys aren't going to get millions of dollars personally, but there's going to be a good chunk of change. The only hurdle is when you're a federally funded institution and you are – you are giving money to that school. Title IX means it has to be equal opportunity, access, those things. How do they get around it from a legal side? Well, in California, what they've done is say that they're going to treat revenue-generating athletes different than non-revenue-generating athletes. That could be an issue, but that's the first step. Second step is they're going to have male and female athletes in the revenue-generating sports share equally in the money. I think that's fair. Well, it's, it's certainly that might be a creative best, way around it. That might be the best piece of legislation out of California I've ever, ever endorsed. <laughs> <laughs> well, like California or not, they're very influential. Uh, you know, they were the first state that passed an NIL law back in 2019. They have it at the high school level, I think, too, right? I believe so. And they're, they're the ones that really started the process of forcing the NCAA's hand. And the O'Bannon brothers, naturally the case, I went to the yes. Supreme Court, right? So I, I, I've always said this. Back in this Title IX debate fight, money, uh, hey, our team travels on a jet, uh, the women should, that if you're a revenue-producing sport, like where ten, you know, Tennessee back in the day with Pat Summit was big, women's basketball, Geno now at UConn. If they're making more than the men, then I, they, they get better amenities. I'm all for that. So what I'm hearing without reading that piece of legislation in California that if you take the revenue-producing sports 
and sports that make more than the cost of your scholarship. Yes. Because I think there has to be a base on what your scholarship is valued yes. as part of this process, right? They, re- they report the value of the, uh, every scholarship to the Department of Education every year. So there is a value assigned. So and they get to the tax side of this, right? Well, let's get the IRS involved even more. People love that. Well, right. Uh, if this revenue share would be taxable, but the scholarship probably still would not be taxable because under this plan, they're not employees. And that's a whole nother Well, that gets back to the players' union that, you know, Northwestern originally that story was out there a few years back. If you get into a players' association, then everything you get from that school is going to be taxed. Right. If you're you're an employee, then every benefit you get from your employer. So if the NCAA is smart, which, again, I don't say that too often on this show, David, and David Gregory, sports agent with Bull Rush Sports, one of our uh, legal minds when it comes to college football and the NFL, uh, joining us here on the HUGE show across Michigan. If you follow that premise, if I'm the NCAA, I'm moving fast on this right now to have something in place so people aren't jacking us with lawsuits. But... Here's a problem. Number one, if athletes were employee, employees... No, I'm not saying employees. I like the other thing about the revenue share. Well, here's the problem. Uh, the NCAA is essentially powerless here right now because the Supreme Court in the Alston case said, you, NCAA, are not exempt from federal antitrust laws and you can't place limits on ba- benefits that college athletes receive. It violates our federal antitrust laws. So... That is why the NCAA really is powerless to pass comprehensive NIL regulation on their own. They have very general guidelines, and they could not adopt a revenue-sharing model uh, based on that Supreme Court case. So they have to live by their hope in the states and take it upon themselves to do it. Well, the NCAA, uh, that's the states will, will and are filling the vacuum, but the NCAA isn't waiting for that. They're lobbying Congress for national legislation to give them, uh, to clarify that student athletes are not employees, number one, and to give them some antitrust uh, exemption language so then they could pass regulations of their liking. And most sports have the antitrust, right? It, only base, only Major League Baseball has and full antitrust NFL exemption. NFL has it on some levels, right? They do, and there's, an, there's another exemption, which is, Anything that could be otherwise considered anti-competitive, if, if it's in a collective bargaining agreement, generally is deemed to not violate antitrust law. So all the leagues have collective bargaining agreements with their unions. So uh, away from all the legalese here, sure. off of what Harbaugh said on Monday, the California proposal you just talked about, David, what is the quickest path to being able to have the players share in the billions in all these TV deals? Probably each state passing their own law, uh, authorizing it. Uh, The Michigan legislature would have to pass something. And I could walk you through the numbers of what it would look like. Uh, It it would would have looked like at U of M last year for football. Okay, uh, go ahead. We got a few minutes. Give me those numbers. Well, last year... Hypothetical Hypothetical. If if this California system was in place, U of M football had $87 million in revenue. Uh, Their scholarships are valued at around $7 million. That's $80 million net, and then that would be split 50-50 between the school and the athletes. Oh, my God. And all revenue-generating athletes. Holy so, cow. And schools are going to lose half of their TV money, basically? 
That's what the California model currently says. Wow. Now that would put, but that would have put U of M from a seventeen million dollar athletic department surplus to about a twenty three million dollar loss. So yeah, now you're going to get where you're going to go here is you'll push for smaller rosters, smaller amount of scholarships. You're going to. Uh, it's going to be a business model. And I, now I can see, based on what you just said, the hypothetical situation, if that California plan was in place at Michigan, like Harbaugh is talking about revenue share, that's why the NCAA is panicking right now. They got hit with the Obama brothers case and name, image, and likeness. They need some of that antitrust or they know they're, you're, you're going to get to a point here that you got to produce a product for these multi-billion dollar TV deals and what if all these players decide that they're going to quasi-strike? I'm not recommending that or supporting it, but what if it goes employee crazy? Well, if if they become, it's very possible, and most people think it's very likely that if unless Congress acts, college athletes will be deemed employees under our federal labor laws soon. So then they need a college football players association and a or college bu- athletes association. And there are fledgling groups trying to do just that. Uh, and then Man. there would have to be collective bargaining agreements and it would be with whom? The conference, the school, the entire NCAA, probably un- unlikely. How would different levels of football be treated differently? So what Harbaugh was saying on Monday in, in our conversation, and David Gregory, sports agent lawyer with Bull Rush Sports based in West Michigan, he focuses on Michigan football players, coaches, and NIL deals. If the NCAA would have been forward-thinking on this and had something in place, that lawsuit probably never creates this open-ended revenue stream for current NCAA players. Am I right on that? I, I think you're right. They they instead chose to stick their heads in the sand and pretend like this wasn't coming in some form. Yeah, they've done a lot of uh, sticking their head in the sand and other places. Uh, David Gregory, good stuff. That's why I want to get you back in, explain some of it. We'll be talking to you when things happen in college football and the NFL, okay? Thanks a lot, Huge. Yep, David Gregory from Bull Rush Sports. Follow them on Twitter. Is it at Bull underscore Rush? That's exactly at right Bull on Twitter. underscore Sports. That's right. Okay. I, I thought you said you could do a whole show on Twitter handles. Yeah, and there you go. I could do that whole show on Twitter handles. Thank you, David. Really good stuff. Thanks a lot, right, man. David Gregory uh, in studio uh, here on the Huge Show. Coming up, our good friend Bob Stevenson. He is the executive director of the Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police. We'll talk about where law enforcement in Michigan is at today and what the police chiefs are doing uh, to build morale and also get the message out to people all across Michigan. Bob from Livonia. He'll check in. Remember, everything you need with this show is at thehugeshow.net. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Friday, October 27th, TVs and Practical Jokers are up to their usual tricks. If you're not here, you are missing out. It's the Tenderloins at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Sal, James, and Brian for two shows and twice the laughs. 7 and 10 p.m. Tickets start at $59. On sale now at the box office and etix.com. Don't miss the Drive, 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 Drive Tour with the Tenderloins, October 27th. Party hard, laugh louder. Details at SoaringEagleCasino.com. Huge here for Matt Golden and his team at the Tullymore Golf Resort in Canadian Lakes, Michigan. They just got exciting news. 
Tullymore once again has been ranked as one of America's top 100 greatest public golf courses by Golf Digest. Number 73 in America. And you can experience Tullymore if you've never played before. You need to get up there. There's a Tullymore golf course, St. Ives, 36 holes, great stay and play accommodations. Or if you just want to book a tee time, Tullymore is less than an hour north of GR. Go to TullymoreGolf.com. That is TullymoreGolf.com. You can book a tee time for this summer, stay and play package throughout the end of the year, or even look ahead to 2024. Go to TullymoreGolf.com. That's TullymoreGolf.com. And congrats to everybody at Tullymore for being named one of America's top 100 greatest public golf courses by Golf Digest. Fuel up for less with M-Perks. Earn points on your purchases when you shop at Meyer in-store and online. Then use your points to claim a fuel reward and save at the pump. Your dollar goes further at the pump with M-Perks. Plus, earn points for all qualifying purchases in the Meyer Express station. And keep a lookout for exclusive Meyer Express offers. Enter your M-Perks ID at checkout to earn. Exclusions apply. Not valid in Wisconsin. Max 30 gallons. Download the Meyer app to sign up or see Meyer.com to learn more. Huge here for my good friends on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Now, we've all waited all offseason for this time to come. College football is back. And so are the traditions of tailgates and the great offers from the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Right now, new customers who download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code HUGE when they sign up can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on any college football bet. Kick off the season with the DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use code HUGE when you sign up. And like I said, new customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on any college football bet. That's only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app and only when you sign up with code HUGE. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. It's time for another True and Blue segment on the HUGE Show across Michigan. Each and every week we get together with the Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police and we talk about the brave men and women who protect and serve in law enforcement all across Michigan. And we take you inside police departments, county sheriffs, offices, the state police, and more on what the good stories are that are happening every day that you may not see hear or read uh, in the media on your social networks and joining me uh, he's a big fan of the show and I'm a big fan of him 49 years in law enforcement he currently is the executive director of the Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police Bob Stevenson uh, joins us here on the huge show across Michigan Uh, good to hear your voice again Oh, it's great to be on your show, Huge. I'm uh, a big listener, so uh, it'll be interesting to hear myself on the show. Yeah, we'll, we'll get you the copy of it later with Timmy and the crew. And 
the MACP, but uh, 49 years in law enforcement-related positions, you have basically given your life to protecting and serving. Uh, what inspired you almost 50 years ago, Bob, uh, to get into law enforcement? Uh, huge. My story is probably a little bit different than a lot of people in that I got out of high school I'm working in a little machine shop in Detroit, not knowing what I wanted to do. I didn't want to necessarily just go to college. And uh, it was actually my mom saw an advertisement in the Livonia Observer for a job a police cadet. And back at the time, it was for $5 an hour. But I was making three fifteen an hour, so I figured 5 is better than 3 And I applied for the job. And back then, a lot of people applied. And out of the, some 500 that applied, I was lucky enough to get a job as a police cadet. And I really was looking for a job, but once I got into it and I saw what was really happening and what it was like, it was uh, I fell in love with it. It's just a great profession. But so a little bit different. I didn't necessarily have the calling. I found out about the job, and then it became a calling. So why did you fall in love with being a police officer connected to law enforcement? Uh, I know uh, police officers I talk to, the majority uh, find it to be a great occupation that the majority of people I talk to respect and understand what law enforcement does that the media and social networks can be very misleading. But for yourself, uh, what is the best thing over nearly 50 years on being a police officer? Uh, it's, it's such a varied career, huge, something new every day. And uh, the vast majority of the contacts that you have with people, you're helping them. While we all think of the police officers out there making the rest of the bad guy, and that happens, the majority of our contacts are with people that need help, and we get an opportunity to be a helper. And they are grateful. And in spite of what you might hear on the media, uh, police are respected and uh, they're loved. And, and people find our jobs fascinating. I can't tell you how many times I've been at a party and when somebody finds out that you were a police officer, that you worked narcotics, the conversation turns to you and they want to know, tell me about the job. What about this? What about that? It's just a, it's a great profession, a good opportunity. You get to lock up some bad guys, but mostly you're just helping people out. Bob Stevenson is the current executive director of the Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police. 49 years in law enforcement, grew up in Livonia, protected and served in Livonia, and his mom told him, hey, there's an opening for the job, and he went on to become a police officer, and while working in law enforcement, got his associate's degree, bachelor's degree, and master's degree, and like I said, went on uh, to nearly five decades and still connected uh, to law enforcement as the executive director of the Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police. I know when we met back in February, and at your annual convention in downtown Grand Rapids here on the west side of the state, uh, the main focus was recruiting uh, numbers. At that time, almost 4,000 openings in law enforcement jobs across Michigan. Uh, how has 2023 been in terms of numbers going up at local police departments, county sheriff's offices, and the state police? Well, huge. We uh, actually are doing a little better than we were at a year before. I like to think it's because of initiatives uh, through, like yourself and the huge show, getting the word out about our profession and getting people that may not necessarily have thought about being a police officer to say, hey, there is a spot there for me. Uh, it's very diverse. 
we have a spot for you if you want to work in a big city, if you want to work in a little city, if you want to work for the county sheriffs, the state police. There is a job in policing for everybody, and no matter what type of city or environment they might want to work in. But we're doing a little better, but we still have well over 3,000 uh, less police officers now than we did in 9-11. Wow. And uh, many, many, many departments are hiring right now. So if you're thinking you want to get in, now's a great time. Yeah, just Google your local police department, stop by county sheriff's office, or go to michigan.gov if you uh, want to protect and serve when it comes to our state police. Bob Stevenson, nearly five decades uh, committed to law enforcement and fields uh, connected to being a police officer, current executive director of the Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police, and they bring you True and Blue each and every week on the huge show across Michigan. Bob, it was awesome to catch up. Stay safe. Look forward to seeing you again. Thank you so much, and go blue, huge.